Welcome to Life the Mashup, where four college students come together to talk about all things life. Tune in every week for thoughts, opinions, and stories about our boring lives. Welcome to Life the Mashup, everybody. This is, wait, what's this episode? 14? 15. 16. 15, episode 16 <laughs> um, of Life the Mashup. We're going to be talking about AI and some um, AI-generated prompts we, we just uh, generated. Uh, so we'll talk about those. We'll talk about our AI perspectives and experiences, I guess, maybe, if you have some. And just what's your thoughts? Uh, do, do you think it's going to be beneficial for the industry as a whole? Not just one specific industry, but just society the industry. In general. Yeah, society in general. Uh, so, yeah, what what are your thoughts about AI? We've got to introduce ourselves. It? Yeah, we've got to introduce ourselves. For that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who are you? I am JP. I am Angus. I am Devon. Oh, you can find me on Instagram at I am Angus. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Missing, we are missing one key player in this oh, yeah. episode, though. Kiara decided to, like, I don't know, go and be studious and study for a class she or something. She said she had to study for an exam. Yeah. So. In, I think, what did she say? Social psychology? I I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. But it's uh, Are we all, doing, like, uh, a message for Kiara? What'd just like we did for oh, Devon. hidden message for Kiara, like we did yeah. for Devon that he never heard. He didn't listen to that episode <laughs> of the podcast. I mean, should we? What would our message be to Kiara? I mean, it just has to be like, Kiara, if you listen to this part, next, like, I don't know, she's got to like text something into our group chat, into the Life the Mashup group chat. Yeah, say like, you you had to say pineapple something, so she's gonna say banana. Kiara, if you hear this part of the podcast. You have to record yourself singing the Pen Pineapple Apple Pen song and send it to the group chat. Now, if she hears this part of the podcast, she has to send the word pineapple to the group chat. If she doesn't do it by next week, she has to sing the Pen Pineapple Ooh. Apple Pen song on the podcast. By next week, Tuesday when we record or by next week, Sunday when the episode comes out? Uh, well, she can't do it by the time the episode comes out. No, no, no. I'm saying so we're going to release it this next Sunday. By next Sunday or by next Tuesday? By next Tuesday. Okay. Because it'll be it'll be in the drive. She'll have access to it if she really wanted to listen to it. <laughs> okay. So by next Tuesday, if you don't – Tuesday the uh, – No idea. It'll be the first on Saturday, second – Fourth. Yeah, the fourth. By Tuesday, April 4th. At, then, at 8.30 or at 9 p.m. when we record this. Then you have to send a recording to the group chat of you singing the entire Pen no, Pineapple no. Apple Pencil. She's got to do it on the air, like on the oh, podcast. Well, you do it on the air because you'll be here. We'll remind you yeah. of it. If she sends the word good. pineapple, she doesn't have to do it because I'm sure it will yeah. be wildly embarrassing. JP, are we still going to do our trivia because you introduced the trivia thing last, last time? Uh, Yeah, I guess I can do it or somebody else can host it. I don't know how it works, so. I know how it works, but I'll have to disappear from the, well, my, everyone can see my screen. Let me get my phone. Talk about something else while I'm gone. Start with one of the prompts. Oh, yes. Uh, where's my prompt? Okay, so prompt uh, number one is, what would you do if you woke up one day and everybody had disappeared? Everybody is gone. Would you try to find other people? Would you, like, just go off and explore on your own, would you be happy at first? What would you do? So I guess I'll open this up. We'll go me, you, and then Angus once he gets done. Um, you know, Angus, Angus, I will say he has a valid point because we kind of saw it before we started the podcast. I would eventually be really depressed without other people around. But at first, 
I could go around, do as much fishing as I want, drive around and get as much gas to travel around as I want. Like, it would depend, too. Like, when this says everybody's gone, like, does it mean all life? And, like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you can get all... How are you going to get all that gas? I'm going to pump it at the gas station for free. How do you <laughs> pump gas at the gas station for free? I pull the handle out and I start pumping gas. Why don't you just do that right now? Because oh. you got to put your credit card in before the gas starts pumping. Oh, well, I can go around the houses and find people's credit cards to use to pump gas. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I can max you out. Know how to I find operate. someone's black card. I just max out the black card on yeah, gas. Yeah, how do you... Uh, how do you? If you know how to operate like a gas station, you can go like to the to the. Uh, yeah. Do they need? Like, does the like, cashier need sale. to put in like a password to be able to put like gas on to be able to put money on a pump? I mean, if you get locked out, no. But like, you can open a pump to like pay inside, so you can hit pay inside. Yeah. They approve you inside, and then once you're approved, you can like pump gas, and then you are supposed to go back and pay. But like, I guess you could skip that paying part. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to be cool, you could still pay. At but, first, I, I feel know. like I would have like because I would there would be no stress of anything that's like no school, no work, no anything. I could like go around and do whatever I want. But I, I I was gonna say like when it says no, everybody just appeared, and I I don't know if this is like self evident in the question. Like, does it mean like no no living life forms anymore? And like are there still I think just animals? humans. Let's let's say just human. Like you have animals, you have your dog, you have your your pets. Everything with just all humans are gone. Okay, so then that raises the question too. Like without all humans, does that mean infrastructure doesn't work anymore? Like there's no electricity, no like the gas can't pump because there's no electricity to pump it. I mean, I think it wouldn't be gone right away, but I think it'd run out relatively quickly. Hmm. So that yeah, would be that, my thing. That's an interesting question. How long would we last? If, like, we were not operating as we are, mm-hmm. right? Because, yeah. That would be my question. I'm, I not, think I, I'm not physically prepared to be able to support myself off the wilderness when, like, the electricity and everything runs out. Yeah, no, Like, there's going to be an unlimited supply of canned beans if you just travel around <laughs> to grocery stores. But I don't like canned yeah. beans. Yeah, I think it would – I think part of that is, like, really does the infrastructure still work without the humans? If not, then – I would need humans back in my life very quickly. But at first, I'd be like, huh. I'd probably last, like, a day or two. But after that, I would be, like Angus said, in my corner in my room crying because I have no electricity. I'm cold. I want to eat something. And I have no more gas because the gas doesn't pump. I would be- yeah, but, but – yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I think it will be interesting. Maybe, like – You'll start and you'll be like pretty happy and pumped about it. You'll be like, okay, I have everything for myself. Like I can get free food. I can go here and there. But then it's like, it's just you. I mean, you, you can sort of like learn how to get your own electricity, I guess, and work and get your car and you can work around some of the problems, but you have nobody to talk. Yeah. Nobody to interact. Like, I don't know. I think it's an interesting. Well, one of the sub prompts to it as well was, would you look for other people? Which it's not like you don't wake up one day and all of a sudden there's a voice in your head that says you are the last person on earth. It's like you wake up one day and, you know, like Devon, Devon and I both live alone. 
So yeah. the day starts completely normal. And then, like, you know, you're walking to class and you're like, there's no one around. And, like, that's when it starts to get weird. But you don't know you're the only one left. So one of the sub prompts is do you try and look for other people? How far do you go looking for another person? Oh, I think in that case, if I wake up and, like, I, cl- I don't know that clearly everyone has, like, disintegrated off the face of the earth, I would go crazy. I would be, like, like you said, I would wake up in the morning. I'd probably, like... Like, I text one of our friends to go get breakfast every morning. I text him. He doesn't answer. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll like, I'll go get breakfast. And then I walk into the cafeteria, and I'm like, uh, Why is no, there no one's food? here. Huh. And then I'd probably, like, text somebody else. No answer. I'd probably, like, go back to my room and try to, like, do some work. And then I'd go to class, and I'd be like, hmm. Nobody else is here. Mm-hmm. What is going on? And then I'd like go knock around on y'all's doors and everything. No answer, whatever. I'd probably like I eventually end up trying to like peek in y'all's windows to see if like there's movement or anything. Like, I, in that case, I would go crazy. I would go clinically crazy trying to find somebody. Yeah, I think you would crazy. You would go crazy way before that. Like by the time you go get breakfast, you'd be like, okay, there's something wrong here. Yeah, like there's nobody, nobody in the student center. There's no workers. There's no food. No nothing. I, I, you're probably right, but I would go crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's an interesting prompt. Imagine you show up at GE one day and like you're scanning in through your like ten doors that you got to get through to get to your job, and then there's nobody. Well, if it's a Monday or Friday, I, I wouldn't be surprised because most people work online. But <laughs> I'll be pretty pretty. Do you not get you to drive- work remote? On Monday, Friday? I, I, I could I could if I wanted to, but I just think I'm more productive going to the office. So I go to the office every day. Well, think about it, too. Like, you're driving to the office in Cincinnati, and there's no traffic at all. No people walking, no traffic, anything. Yeah. Yeah, th- that'll be a thing. That'll be a big one. Because I go, when I leave my house, it's still dark outside. Mm-hmm. But I see cars. I see lots of cars, and I see, like, I don't see people walking around, but I do see cars. And then I go to the gym, and I see people in the gym. So, yeah, it's another thing that would like make this different. Interesting as well is in what way did they disappear? Like did some almighty force like make it as if like they never really existed in some way? Or is it like at midnight that day, those people literally disappeared and now like the car, the roads are still covered with cars because they were just driving and then all of a sudden Mm. they're gone. And now there's like like. Cars crashed into each other everywhere, stuff like that. Or is it like, was there, is there some like almighty thing where they all disappeared and sort of like the effects of their living right before that disappeared with them? Like if they were driving a car, the car disappeared too, like that kind of thing. Like you know how in movies, when people disappear, their clothes always disappear with them. It's not like they disappear and the clothes just like, like like stuff like that, or like they're in like a, like a time machine and their clothes go with them. Mm-hmm. But like if they were holding a pen, that doesn't go with them. Like how much of a how much of a part of you does it have to be? I I always think about that when I watch movies. Yeah, dang, that's yeah, that's interesting. To think about honestly. I would yeah. I I think I would go insane like right away. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I would go crazy. I would be like, like no, definitely would go crazy, bro. That that is weird. That is weird. Okay, I've got a I've got a question. Some of these questions um I mean there's only two of you this week and I feel like you both might get them right. 
Well, you just say the question now that we answer at the end. I know, but I, I'm just saying I think you both might get it right. Oh. Um. I mean, there's a bunch on here where it's like you either both are going to get it right or you're both going to get it wrong. Or there are certain ones that I know like one of you will get right even if the other doesn't. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I'm going to make it – I think this is a pretty easy one. Oh, hold on. Give me harder questions because some of these were like stupid easy. Like who was the first person to walk on the moon was one of them. John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Some of these are hard now. Mm. Let's start with the next question. Okay, so oh, no, I... oh, damn! What the heck? <laughs> Some of these, I honestly have no idea what the answer is. Uh, yeah, just start on the next question. <laughs> okay, so the next question is: If you could switch, I think this one is pretty good. If you could switch life with anyone for a day, who would it be? Would you choose a celebrity, a politician, a friend, maybe a family member? I think. Would you do it? Would Would you like to do it? I think my question I, for this one, and we'll we can like set the parameters because it doesn't do it for us. Do you become that person, or do you just are you still you just in that person's shoes for the day? No, I think it's like you are switching, so you are becoming that person, and the other person is becoming you. So like you are trading, like. I'm going to be you for a day. You're going to be me for a day. But, like, you don't get any of their memories, any of their knowledge, anything like that. You just get to, like, all of a sudden your consciousness inhabits – because that's, like, a different thing. Like, if I could switch bodies with anyone and it retains that stuff, I'd want to switch bodies with – I guess, like, they're all dead now. But, like, I could could switch bodies with Terry Tao, who is, like, one of the greatest mathematicians currently alive. Like, and – No, I think – consciousness but at the same time you would access like their intelligence right so if it was something like that then i'd probably choose like terry tau you know isaac newton someone like that obviously isaac newton's dead if it was just like i get to be in their body for the day but it's my brain i would probably choose i don't know like robert downey jr or something i'd probably choose a celebrity in that case did you put a filter on yourself, JP? I can't really see from all the way over here. Uh, no, I was waiting for the one to look, and oh. I wanted to make him laugh. But I guess if he it, didn't laugh with my safety goggles. If it was I switch and I get all of their like consciousness as well as mine, I'd probably switch with... It's actually a hard question because I don't really look up. John Cena. Do, I don't really do, look do, up do. to anybody like crazy. You could switch with like your dad or your mom. I don't know if I'd want to switch with my dad or my mom. <laughs> or a friend? Or you a professor? A friend? Maybe like if I could switch uh, with intellect. Maybe SpongeBob. If we can still choose dead people, it would be Thomas Edison. Um, okay. If it was live their lifestyle, but now, not have their I, consciousness. It could be a cartoon or like a fictional character from a movie or something. Oh, I wouldn't do any of those. Oh, Iron Man. I would Iron Man. Yeah, Iron I Man or Spider Man, one hundred percent. Probably Spider Man, honestly, because it's New York. If City. I could live like him, but I like also get like 
the combat skills of him, I'd live like Batman, I guess. Batman would be super dope to live as. But he's pretty sad. Like, he has a, a sad life. I mean, Yeah, but it's for a day, isn't just... it? Yeah. I guess, I feel yeah. like you could have a lot of fun for that one day and not have to worry about the fact that Batman's, like, sad and alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess I would have to go with, like, Doctor Strange. I think he has a pretty interesting life. That one's really good because he's a neurosurgeon. I feel like that's a good answer as well. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just like all Marvel a... characters. <laughs> well, Batman yeah. Marvel. Well, I know. Batman is. And I. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Are you ready for your what question other... now? Sure. Oh, yes, yes. Who wrote the book To Kill a Mockingbird? Ooh. Answer oh. at the end. Answer at the end. You don't need to think about it right uh. now. <laughs> you read that, right, JP? So there's a funny story about it. So when I moved from Mexico, right, I moved when I was a sophomore. So, like, there were some books I had to read that were, like, the staple of, like, every single American high school, like, The Great Gatsby. Yeah. But, like, I picked up To Kill a Mockingbird. I started reading it, and I believe it has poems or something, and I just didn't like it. I was like, nah, nah, this is not my thing. So I went up with a teacher, and I was like, can I get another book? Like, I it, I started, I, it didn't hook me. So I started The Great Gatsby, and it was more like a movie, so I liked it. And then I realized it had a movie, so I watched the movie. And I was like, oh, yes, now I can read the book because I know what I'm expecting. Yeah. Because I don't really like reading. And then I read another book that I really, really liked. So I never finished reading To Kill a Mockingbird. But I think... You should have. It was pretty good. I, I, I think I may be able to get the name. Uh, no cheating. We can't see when he's what he's Googling, so... I don't know. Oh, be no. Good. Um. Okay, next question. Uh, what would you do if you could live forever? Would you travel the world? Would you learn your skills? Would you help others? Well, what? What would you do? I think there is a great depiction of this in The Good Place. Did you watch all of The Good Place, JP? The Good Place? The, the television show, Michael Schur's show? I don't think so. So, The Good Place is about the afterlife. Um... But in, like, the last few episodes, they finally get to what is, like, quote-unquote, the good place. It's sort of this, like, strange amalgamation of, like, heaven and hell where they say, like, every religion in the world got it, like, 15% right. Um, but they're just called the good place and the bad place. Uh, so anyway, the uh, they get to the good place. And at the very end, at that point when they're in the good place, they realize that most of the people are just, like, they just hate everything. Because they've been there forever and they don't have a choice. Like now that they're in the afterlife, they're just stuck there. And it's sort of this magical world where you can do literally anything you want. So they end up creating this like – this is sort of irrelevant. They end up creating this like door where you can like – you just release your energy back into the universe. You can finally stop existing. Um, But one of the characters ends up just taking that time to learn like every – new skill basically there's a great cut scene not really cut scene there's a great scene of her with nick offerman who plays ron swanson on parks and recreation he's teaching her how to be a woodworker um but i think that would probably be me if i could live forever i think that i would just try and learn more and more and more things over time like if you have that unlimited amount of time then even if you like work on something and you start to get really frustrated with it you can always 
move on to something else and then come back later if you want to. I think that would probably be me. I would just try and learn more and more things over time. Like if in like the first part of your life you like become a doctor, uh, become a doctor like a little while later I'd probably like try going to law school. I'd probably like try and like finish the degree in engineering that I have like a quarter of the classes for right now. Like stuff like that. I think I would just keep learning things forever. Yeah. I want to say first off, well, if, if even if I had the opportunity to, I would never choose to live forever. Um, forever is a long time. It is literally forever. Um, but I think it, it would be something similar <laughs> to like any. It's like if I – if there was no like door for me to like end my existence or whatever, then it would just be a bunch of like bouncing around to try new things. Like I'd probably just be a master in everything and then – I don't know. I'd fish the rest of my life away. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there is no away. I'd fish for the rest of the time. And I think, yeah, I think it's- like, once again, there's a caveat with this one that is you can live forever. Is it like, like, do you stay young forever? Like, am I going to look like this forever? Or do I live for 10,000 years and every year I get, like, more and more and more decrepit? Yeah. Because there are some people, like, in their 90s that are doing pretty well for being in their 90s. But still, that's their 90s. If you're living for thousands of years, is my body, like, going to continue to degrade? Or do I stay, like, is there, like, a cutoff point? I'm just a 45-year-old forever, that kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe it's, like, the movie In Time. I think we watched it at some point, like, yeah, where in the movie they stop aging at 25, mm-hmm. right? And they can live forever, technically, if they have the, the time or the currency. But, like, you stop aging at 25. And I think that'll be interesting because that's true. If you live forever, you're getting all, you, like, your bones are not gonna last forever they have like a timeline right or like a terminal life maybe you can like swap them and like you can like become an iron man or like a terminator i guess (laughs) i don't know but it'll be interesting i think i'll definitely travel i'll definitely put the time i don't have or i think i don't have to learn new skills uh and then one of the sub questions is help others I, i i don't know what help others is trying to get but i'll definitely try helping others if i'm like the only one who is living forever i guess yeah sharing the knowledge i have would be helping others but if everybody's living forever then i don't know what that means yeah that's true well yeah yeah i don't know if i'd ever think... like i don't know if i would ever be someone that was like actively being a really like active I don't even know what the term would be, like helper person. Philanthropist you, or something like that? That's the thing. I think I would be a philanthropist in the in the reason that like if you live – if you're living for thousands of years, hope like most likely in that amount of time you're going to be able to amass like some degree of wealth if you're living for that long. I'm happy to give tons and tons of that away for helping people. If I've been living for thousands of years, there's like – there's no way I don't already have almost all the things I could ever want. But I don't know if I could ever see myself, um, like, very literally, like, supporting the environment by planting more trees. But I'll give you, I'll give you your five billion dollars to go plant some trees. But I'm not gonna scoop up the dirt. Um, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think I think these have been like. Pretty short, but pretty deep and interesting questions. I was about to say, those last two, the the woke up and everybody disappeared and lived forever are really, like, 
sobering, to be honest. Yeah, the woke up and everyone yeah. disappeared is, is really depressing. That was what I said right before we started this podcast. I said that one seems super depressing. Yeah. And I would say it is. Like, just thinking about that seems Even awful. living forever seems, sounds horrible. Yeah, because, I, I mean, like, those questions are posed sort of strangely. There's a great video on YouTube called Journey to the End of Time where you basically watch, like, like time starts to go faster, but you basically go from, like, boom, right now. I think it starts in, like, 2021 because that's when it came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and it goes to basically like the heat death of the universe. Like it, it, it uses this one theory of the end of time where basically just everything reaches like a stable level of entropy and it's just all nothing everywhere in the universe forever. Um, so like that that kind of thing, um, if, you, like, if you somehow could live through all of that, obviously that's horrible. Like that seems awful. But if it's like live forever and like I don't know, you live to the end of humanity, something like that. That's horrible, but it's I feel like it's more tolerable than than letting everybody else die yeah. and then watching the universe die. And then you're at, then you yeah. then you're at the question we were just at. Everyone else is gone and it's just you in an empty desolate universe. There's a game like that, right? Is it Fallout? No, Fallout there are people there are people? Yeah, there are other oh, people I thought it was just and mutant things. Oh. And Billy, yeah, I, the kids I never played it, but I I watched I watched a few like gameplays of people playing. I didn't remember if there were other people or if it was just these guys. Yeah. Okay, I guess we can go to the next one. So it's if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Uh I would you choose to fly? Would you be invisible? Uh, super strength, maybe. I've heard invisible is like the pervy one. So if you choose that, <laughs> one, you better you better have a, a good description. I've heard about this theory that the Flash is theoretically fast enough to run around the equator and turn time backwards. That's that's literally just from if, an episode of Zack and Cody. If that is true, <laughs> and I could have the speed. Of the Flash, that's what I would choose. Okay, so they totally did that on the Flash. But even if he spun backwards around the equator, why would that turn time backwards? I, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, mean, they, I just am thinking, right? Like even Superman, right? Superman is not going to be able to dodge the punches of Flash when they're coming at him that fast. Like he can't see it. How you, you, you could like in my head, I should be able to defeat Superman with that speed. I mean, I mean, if you're invisible, you can, you can, you also can't see the punches, you know. Yeah, but then, like you said, you're pervy. Like you might be using that to go spy on the old ladies in the shower, or like look at the guys who walk around without a towel in the gym. It's it's a hundred percent fly for me. Out of like the standard fly? list, like if you had to pick like once, because I think the other thing with like choosing like Superman is Superman has like five or six superpowers. He's got like the laser eyes, the like the invincibility, the super strength, the flying. If you had to pick like one thing, I I think it would be flying. What about you, JP? So I guess it's not a common superpower in the list of superpowers, but it would be like if I have an idea, like to build something. I don't have any constraints. I can just like go to like my Mary Poppins purse and like get the things I need to build it. He wants to be like Tony Stark. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's not, like yeah, you like, want to be able to like just like generate things like out of the air, basically. Sort of like a Green Lantern, I would say. But like, okay. I want to make this thing. I, I just make it. 
like I can work to make it, but I just don't want to have to spend the money or or any other resources. Like I just want to be able to gather the pieces and like either make it myself or like have something. What's the st- sort of what's like the stupid thing that Green Lantern. Lantern says? It's like enemies of the night or something like that. What's that stupid crap he says? I don't know. That movie was so bad. I've never read the comics or anything, but I liked Green Lantern. Green Lantern was my favorite superhero for a while. I'm looking for the quote, but it's not coming up. Maybe do, just do like Green Lantern, um, like monologue. Monologue. Yeah, there it is. Oh, it's a video. What was that video? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was so bad. It was some guy though. Where did you say that? In the brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. That's what I was thinking of. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. I thought that was so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's it's one that you you even get in like job interviews like what would be your superpower i think last time i was asked that in a job interview i said i would want to be a jedi or like be able to sense the like medichlorians and like feel the life around you i think that that's also a pretty good I one i suppose i think that but, you could you could argue and this would probably be my argument if it was like a genie and i just had to argue it into being like one superpower i think you could like argue like telekinesis like a Jedi, like being able to use the Force, and then you could fly by telekinetically moving yourself, and then I like kind of get that in there, but I can move other crap around as well. Mm. I think if I think if if the Magic Genie let me like generalize it that much, then I think I would probably choose that. But if I had to choose like one thing and I couldn't stretch it at all, I would I would probably choose flying. Yeah. You're not a big. Uh... That deep into Star Wars, right, Devon? No. Mm, not yet. I do think the Force is a cool ability, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they get to they they have like pretty good acrobatic abilities. They have like the Force, so they kind of like do things with the life around them, like the Medichlorians, and then yeah, I think it's pretty cool. <sighs> Okay, let's let's go. I think I know the answer for you, Devon, but we'll see. What would you do if you won the lottery? Would you quit your job? Would you travel the world? Would you donate to charity? Would you buy a Rolex? <laughs> I was going to say it depends on how much the lottery is. Will depend yeah, on Yeah, I've won much. the lottery. I got $5 once in the New York State lottery. It depends on how much the money is. Would that would determine like where I put the money at? I mean, Today, big price is, let's say, Mega Million. How much? What's the big price today? 30, 322 Powerball. million. If you win how that, much is the Powerball, Powerball. Today? Is that more than? I think so. Oh, I guess not. No, 132. So, $322 okay. million? You win $200,000. Think that half of that is probably taxes. So, you win like $100 million. Uh, I'd probably, I would probably invest like another half of that hundred million and then 
I'd like buy a house and like a car and my Rolex and things like that. Like I'd retire. Would you my... buy a Rolex? Wait, wait, wait. A what? A Rolex? It's a Lexus filled with Rolexes. You can't drive it. It's just a. It's just a Lexus. Look filled that with up Rolexes. real quick. Uh, JP Rolexes. It's from Parks and Rec, but I'm sure there's like edited photos of it. Go to images. Um, oh, I what? would. I would basically retire me and my family. Do like, Rolexes Parks and Rec? That would. That would basically be it. Like. I don't think there's really any other, like, I would retire me and my family. I'd probably still go through and just become a doctor for the fun of it because, like, I wouldn't be someone who would, like, be able to sit and just do nothing with the rest of my life, even though I have a boatload of money. Um, I'd have to, like, be doing something with my hands or my head, like, like intellectually or physically. Like, I'd either, maybe I'll just be a rich cowboy, like, go work on a ranch somewhere. <laughs> That's probably what I would do. That's what I've always wanted to do. Nice. I it would depend a lot on the amount for me. If it was say say it was that hundred million, I think I would I think I would do even like a little bit more of it because it's so much money. I think I would take like seventy five million and well, I think I would take seventy five million and invest it in some way. I it wouldn't like I wouldn't put. Like probably even more than half of it into like the stock market or anything, but investing it in terms of like venture capitalism, real estate, stuff like that. I think I would do, I think like at least 75 million of it would, I would try to put towards like regenerating money mm-hmm. because it's so much money. And I don't like, even with $25 million, I don't know what I would do with it right this second. Um, well, I mean, I know like some of what I would do. I'd probably do the same thing in that I would, retire my parents i'm not retiring my brother he can i'll help pay for his tuition <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for his apartment from now on but he's living in the same crappy basement apartment i'm, I'm not i'm not getting him a better apartment <laughs> um i'll probably retire my parents i buy them a house wherever they wanted to be most likely which they've kind of gone back and forth between tennessee and alaska um but that's very interesting what the fact that I'm a Tennessee boy and I just moved to Alaska and your parents are like retiring in Tennessee or Alaska. So, um, I'd probably do that. The same thing with Devon. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just give up on working. What I probably would do just because I think that it makes everything a lot more enjoyable is I think that I would probably take like an extra, I'd probably take like an extra year for undergrad like part of the reason i i won't do that like i mean the only reason i won't do that now is because it's so expensive but i think that doing your undergrad as a part-time student and like working in some capacity while you're there i think can be really beneficial um so i think i would probably do that i would change my like track of undergrad in some way because in that case I can afford it. Like I won't do it right now because that means more tuition I have to pay. But -hmm. if I have that amount of money, I don't think I'd worry about that. And I'd probably do that. I would like drop myself down to like a part-time student and I would get a job so that I could do both at the same time. Yeah. Devon is staring into my soul right now. (laughs) I didn't realize. For a minute you kind of like zoned out and were just staring into my eyes. Oh, maybe. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard, like, especially getting, like, a big chunk of money right now. It's like, what do you do? Definitely, I think investing is a good, a good idea or, like, a good move. I 
I don't think I would donate it to charity right away just because I would want to like make sure I have a plan and then like once I invest it when I get some of that money back I would definitely be giving that to charity or organizations I support I think I would definitely go ahead yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I think part of this question is like, because I, I feel like we're all kind of like on the same wavelength. Like, getting given that amount of money is like, is like if you started out a game, right, and you're at like level zero. Like, part of the fun in the game is grinding to get to that max level. If you're given that insane boatload amount of money, you've unlocked everything with no work. And that makes life, like, it goes back to the, like, life is boring now. Like, what do I – I would disagree with that a little bit just in that like $100 million is inarguably a huge amount of money. But you can, you can in blow a lifetime it. burn through 100 – if the if the lottery was like $50, 75000000000 billion, you would be hard-pressed I think to burn through all of that without like some really outrageous purchases, without trying to like – buy out an entire company. But that's not something you, you can't just walk up and be like, mm, here's like, here's $10 billion. I would like to own your company now. I think even $100 million, like, as like, like we all said in some form or fashion, we're going to be investing it. Like, hopefully we don't have, like, if we, if I, I would probably decide to use it, if you guys didn't, then that's your prerogative. But if you, hopefully your, your like investment manager or whatever, isn't saying you're going to invest in, you're going to invest all uh, $75 million in this one startup company or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, gone. Like, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure if all of us invested, like, 50 to $75 million, it would be a very diverse portfolio that we'd have to where there is still a boatload of money coming back from that investment to where you do not need to work anymore, and you will be living a plush lifestyle. And I think, like... At that point, I'd have to re-find something that's like I st- I can spend 30 or 40 years grinding at to make it feel like I'm going somewhere. Because, again, I, 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 I can't just sit around and not do anything. Like I can buy my Rolls Royce now. I could buy my Rolex now. I could buy a house now. You could now buy what? Rolex like the company. <laughs> I could buy Rolex. <laughs> no, you probably couldn't buy like, But like, I get the idea. I could put I Baker think, instead of Rolex. I think, I think for me it would be – more like you just need to set like a new goal. Yeah. And that, that, like, like I have a hundred million dollars now, obviously like just getting a job, like say you're like, like, okay, I'm going to put my hundred million dollars. So I'll say this, my savings account, like my personal bank savings account gets 0.05% interest. Um, so if I take, like I said, let's say I take my whole hundred million, put it in my 0.05% interest account. Even if I get a great job with that amount of money already, like, it's not going to make that much of a dent in it. Like it would take me a long time to then even like gain back like one one more percent of that, one more million dollar to add to that. But I think if you took that and you could be like, all right, well, I'm going to make it my goal now that I'm, you know, I'm obviously a multimillionaire. I have a hundred million dollars. My goal is I want to be a billionaire. And like, how can I use this money? And that's how you like keep yourself intellectually stimulated. Obviously, you have a big head start over other people that want to be billionaires. Um, but like, what can you do to take a hundred million dollars and turn it into ten one hundred million? Turn it into being a billionaire. I think my only thing with that is like, 
I, I obviously I want to like be wealthy and like grow the like wealth I bring to my family or whatever. But I think part of that would be in the, in the process of doing something that I feel like is helping like other people. Like I want to be a psychiatrist and I feel like that would really be a good thing to like, uh, it's a good service to provide to other people. Whereas if I'm a hundred millionaire or multimillionaire and now I'm like, okay, well now how do I get to a billion dollars? Like I don't, I, I want my wealth to be an inadvertent consequence of the good that I do for other people and not my main objective. Whereas if I'm a millionaire, a multimillionaire, and now I'm saying, how do I get a hundred or how do I get a billion dollars? Then it's like, okay, now I either like, I don't know, got to make some horrendously successful or buy some stupid successful business. And like, I mean that I, I wouldn't, my main motive would then be lost in the sauce. Like I don't, maybe I could make it some startup company, I guess. I guess I have the funds to do that now, but it would be harder to kind of like, I take all hundred million dollars and invest it in my company. <laughs> it would be hard to, you know, I, maybe that's what I do. I take a lot of the money and invest it into the clinic. That's what I would do. I mean, I have that money. And there's a lot of things you could do with that. That would be beneficial still. Like you could take a hundred million dollars. You can open more than one clinic. With well, that. okay. Let's stop saying a hundred million dollars. We, we had gross a hundred million. We had net a hundred million dollars after the lottery. We spent 75 to 50. Of it. We now got another 25 to 50. Million well, I'm dollars. saying like, like ignoring the investment because I'm, what I'm going to say would count as an investment for you. Mm-hmm. You take that and you use it to some way and you need to be careful with this because this is how you end up with like big, bad, evil businesses but you could use that to develop like a huge nationwide conglomerate thing like like the baker clinic there'd be a baker clinic in every city in america and you could use that to try and help people by offering like financially discounted services in some way when you know you you know the reason you can buy stuff from like Walmart so cheap is because Walmart has by far enough volume to support those sales because it's huge. So if you have 250 – you need more than that, I suppose. But if you have 250 Baker clinics across the United States, maybe every hour of psychiatry you provide um, you know, is a little bit less than going to someone else. Or maybe you still charge that for like when people have insurance and – for people that can afford it, but at the same time, you start a Baker charity program because was it, we were, I think we learned about this in in like our psych class we were in together, where it's like you know it's some exorbitantly large percentage of the homeless population has schizophrenia, um, mm-hmm. where you could support people like that for free. So like you could do both of those things at once and still be doing what you want to do, you know, and that would be to a degree an investment because it's still going to be a business. It's still going to make money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make it like a non-for-profit, but you could still do that, have it make money. You could still increase your wealth and you could still help people all at the same time. Just instead of your investment being buying up, you know, a square block of real estate in some in, you know, Cincinnati, Ohio, and leasing out all those apartments and just letting the money flow back in, you invest it in something that you start that can both make money and help other people if you want to do both things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, JP? Yeah, I, I think like getting a big chunk of money is like definitely all of those like goals you have ever had of like making a restaurant or opening a coffee shop or like your own little like side hustles you always wanted to have. 
can now become a reality, which might be nice. I would also use like some of that money to like help out my my direct family, like my my parents and my grandparents, and like maybe getting them a new house so that they can finally sell their house or like help like, like that. Uh, definitely investing it's good, but the investment can also look be as like opening a business or like a set of businesses. It doesn't need to be like okay, I'm putting this into like the stock market or this cryptocurrency or this company or something like that. All hundred like, million on Dogecoin. <laughs> just like I think, I think, I think I'm not sure, but I don't think it, it's allowed to like put that much money into the stock market in that yeah, day. There, there are rules about stuff know. like that. I go into a Vegas casino, put a hundred million on black. <laughs> yeah. Just pray. Yeah. I think that'll be, that's a, that's another very funny, um, I think we'll do uh, what's well, one more. I, I have a little bit more on this before we end it. I think another thing we need to consider is we all said like, oh, you know, like I want to retire my parents. I want to retire my grandpa. How far out does that circle go? Because there are going to be people kicking down your door to get a piece of this. So like you retire your parents, you retire your grandparents. Do you re- retire your aunt Snooks? Well, do you uh, this retire is my your thing. friend from Georgia? This is my thing. I, I – there are <laughs> – very few people that I feel like have had a a long enough and significant enough relationship in my life, an important enough relationship in my life that I will retire them. My mom, are you retiring? My mom, us? And, no. My mom and dad oh. are getting retired. I don't get anything. You no. could invest in my company. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe a, a chocolate. Coin. I would. In, I would retire my mom and dad. I would retire my aunt on my mom's side. Uh, I think that's I think that's really it. What about your grandparents? There's one living grandmother I would retire. Okay. But other than that, all the rest of them are not around. Um, and there's one friend that I would retire. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. No. It's not him. Is it JP? No. It's no one. I I don't know if I've talked about her a lot to you guys. Her name is Kristen. Her? Yes. It's a lady friend, JP. It's not a lady friend. It's just a friend. But is she a lady? Yes. Then. (laughs) Now we have a topic for that. (laughs) It's not one of Angus. It's not like an Angus special friend deal. (laughs) Alrighty. I think we can. uh, Oh, yes. I think that's a good place to wrap up on the the ai generated questions and I don't even now know how far in we're going jp you have to stop screen sharing so i can see how long we've been recording oh, oh sorry sorry it's like 58 oh, yeah, minutes it's been a while i think we still i i think this is a a worthwhile conversation to have though yeah, no. if jp go ahead and introduce it uh which one uh not one of the questions generalized just what all of these prompts have been generated by ai we oh, talked like we, okay, we yeah. mentioned that we weren't hiding that yeah. we're not smart enough to come up with any of these on our own. <laughs> yeah. So basically, all of this was generated from Microsoft's AI chatbot. So, what are your thoughts on AI technology, uh, AI chatbots? Not only chatbots, but like now you can generate images, you can generate PowerPoint presentations. Basically, you can get everything from AI. 
Like there's gonna be there's AI in Spotify that makes playlists for you based on what you listen to. Uh, there's gonna be AI in like your uh, Microsoft um, suite, like Microsoft Office apps, like PowerPoint, Excel. Like, do you think this is a benefit? Do you think this is gonna be beneficial for the industry and society as a whole, or do you think it's just gonna be uh, eliminating eliminating jobs and opportunities? Uh, instead of like adding value to 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 those jobs yeah um and i think i think it depends a lot on what industry you're talking about so he's he's a little bit of a cliche because he uh i don't know because of a lot of things but dr mike is a pretty well-known like internet influencer doctor and he did a video where he asked chat gpt specifically like health related questions and saw how well it performed. Um, and there are certain things that it does really, – like if you ask it a factual question, then it it can do really well on it. Like, you know, my che- – like I think one of the very first ones he did was my chest hurts. Should I go to the hospital? And it, it gave like a great answer to it, that kind of thing. And then there were some where it was not as good because they required a little bit more. So like as a pre-medical student, I would say that like AI – AI is going to play a, a great role in that it can know a lot of things um, in in the future, but I think there are things that can't be replaced by it. Speaking from like a couple other perspectives, um, in like terms of computer science and software development, uh, GitHub Copilot is sort of insane. Like you you go into a document and you can write like. You can basically say like write – you the, the thing that the AI doesn't do that maybe it could with enough time but say you have the idea for what you want this software to do um, and you – generally like software developers know the portions of different things that they'll need. You know like they'll need a class to store this and they're going to store this in this data structure, that kind of stuff. And then you can basically go in and ask GitHub Copilot – to write most of that software for you. So a lot of the actual sitting and typing and spending hours fixing bugs because you misindented something in Python or you missed a semicolon in C++, a lot of those things are going to be eliminated by using things like GitHub Copilot. And is that good or bad? Well, I mean, I think it's sort of like the same question of was it worse when they're like when factories stopped using machinists and started using more automated CNC. Like, you know, does does that take away some jobs from people that used to sit and type out code a lot? Yeah, I, I would say that like it probably does. But at the same time, does it open up more jobs for people to better develop things like GitHub Copilot because someone still needs to be writing the code that GitHub Copilot itself uses. And, you know, like that was like the argument of, well, you know, we no longer need as many people working in the Ford factory because a lot of it is automated by machines. But what we do need is people who can fix those machines, people who can make those machines, people who can operate those machines. Um, So I think that it's going to be one of those things where, Things are going to change, and is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? Well, it's going to be kind of a matter of perspective, I think. Um, and then 
you know, I, there's a lot of other industries. Like, do I think that AI will ever replace the lifeguarding I used to do? I mean, maybe there's a big crane at every beach and there's, you know, an AI coded into a camera that's watching the water that's smart enough to recognize when someone's drowning and a crane reaches over and grabs them. Is that theoretically possible? Yeah. Is it going to happen? No, I don't think so. So, like, these are just my personal experiences. But things like – like, Devon and I are both EMTs now. We both run um, with an agency uh, here near where we are. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, uh, but a param- like, I'll be working with a paramedic, and they'll be hooking up for a four-lead ECG um, right on the monitor that we have in the ambulance. One of those leads is like a little bit loose or the cable is dangling a little bit and the whole thing starts going crazy and it's like your patient is dying. They're going into ventricular fibrillation. It's literally screaming at you because it has automatic alarms built in and you know those just aren't – they're not advanced enough yet to be good enough at recognizing those things but – the way that the manufacturers do it is that they always err on the side of caution. You know, you don't want it to ever, you don't want to ever have your AI looking at someone's ECG and think, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, so I won't say anything. Anytime it's thinking, like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, it always says something to be extra safe. So I think that, I think that it kind of depends what industry you're talking about and what things you consider better or worse. Maybe less. People working in software development opens up more space for people to be creative in coming up with the ideas that that software needs to be developed for. Stuff like that. Yeah, Mr. Baker. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a interesting take. But me personally, I uh, I don't really off of the very I will say very limited um, interactions I've had with like Chat GPT and AI in general. I'm not really a fan. And it's really because at least at the like college student level, a lot of a lot of students are using it as uh like a, a get out of jail free card for certain assignments that it can do. Because I will say I think Chat GBT, like like Angus was saying, is very limited in the fact that if whatever you use it for it needs to be a concrete thing. It can't be as abstract like medicine or like even some of the questions. Like if we had like some questions like that were from our genetics exam, I doubt if you put it into chat GPT, like you can think that abstractly about the concepts to give us a correct answer. It might give us something from the Internet, but I don't know if it would be completely correct. Um, but I think the majority of people would probably start using it as a uh, cop out to do more mental work. And I think that our generation, our society, however you want to look at it, doesn't need to have any more like lack of attention span or lack of intelligence because then like, like I feel like that that's just more of a negative. Like, why are you, why are you in school if you're going to use chat GPT? Like you might as like, you're not learning anything. And the whole point of being here is to learn and to become smarter. Like, you, like I don't ever want AI to be able to be smarter than me. Can it do what I can do? Sure. But I feel like we still need to maintain a level of uh, independency from the AI to be able to still develop 
maintain and progress the AI that we're making. Because like if everybody's using AI in classes where you have to code and the coding leads to learning how to make AI, whenever you graduate, you're not going to know how to code that AI because all your coding classes, you use the AI to get through. You didn't learn anything. Um, I think there's an interesting – I don't know if this has ever been brought up in this context before. I'm sure it has because there's no way I, I could have a unique thought. Everyone else is thinking so fast. Um, but have you guys ever heard – it was a great quote, I want to say by like Archimedes or something. Um, uh, He's looking it up. Yeah. JP, you want to talk for a minute while I look this up about your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you definitely had a good point, uh, Devon. For like education-wise, but I think AI is is pretty helpful in the sense that technically it can access like your the book you're using to learn for your class, right? That has been reviewed and peer-reviewed by millions of people and like technical people. For example, I think you mentioned like OCHEM or like genetics or whatever. I'm sure. Maybe not ChatGPT because I believe it cannot access the web and it goes up to 2021. But maybe Microsoft Bing or the Google AI or maybe some other AI, they can access the web. They can access the book you use to learn. It's it's not going to be the same thing because, I mean, it's not only pulling from that book. But maybe it's. I think it's a good resource for like your brainstorming phase or like the research phase like okay i'm gonna be researching about this specific topic on genetics you ask the chatbot and then it gives you a link maybe to your book maybe to another book and maybe to some other resources so in that sense i think ai is pretty good it can also help uh or not help but i i guess it it can also help with like some easy questions or like trivial questions I may have about my health because maybe I am like okay I want to get in a diet but I don't know which diet is good for me so if you ask AI it's more like a response kind of thing it's not just Google listing the top five or the ones that paid for advertising or that have a better SSO uh, or SEO sorry Uh, so it could potentially improve like people's lives yeah it also it has also the the con like many many bad things right but like some of the benefits i just think about it's like it's always available it's always there like you can always go online and like just reach out for it but it it, it can also you can like not only a chatbot but like for example a car or a drone mm-hmm. or like a robot that is used for like for example if there's a big earthquake you can use ai and like put that ai to a drone and like either interact with people and make it like entertaining, like an animatronic, or make it like a robot that can help rescue people in earthquakes because it risks instead of humans. So I think AI right now is everybody's focusing on like chatbots and like ChatGPT and like uh, Tesla's self-driving cars and like Spotify uh, DJ and like things like that. Like I think it's 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 much more than that. It can provide like digital assistance all the time, which is great. Uh, it it makes pretty fast decisions, but at the same time, it's pretty expensive. It has high development costs. It, it also affects 
unemployment in some cases, like for example in in the design industry, I, I don't need to uh, hire a graphic designer anymore. I can be like, okay, explain me color theory, which colors would be better for a forest theme attraction or a forest theme uh, restaurant or something mm -hmm. like that. It's probably going to tell me green, brown, and like some other colors that relate to the forest and that combine good with color theory. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that there's there's two things I want to say, and then we can let Angus say his quote. Um, about like the the you brought up like healthcare. I think the one thing with healthcare that I would be concerned about is because is like you know the chat bot at least chat GPT from what I understand is learning from the available uh, information that's on the internet, and there's a lot of health related information on the internet that is some of it's just just wrong and some of it is partially right and then some of it is right and i think that the only thing about like especially for the healthcare field is that healthcare is so individualized for each person i don't know if i would ever trust a chat bot to really give like good solid health advice for a person's health concerns and then you also talked about uh, like chatbots or not chatbots, but AI robots helping in like earthquakes and things like that. And while this may, while this might be kind of morbid, I think this is a serious question that would be brought up, right? In the event of malpractice, right? Let's say a doctor drops a scalpel, the patient dies. There is somebody to blame, and there's somebody that the the patient's family or whoever can hold responsible. If we move to AI robots doing surgery, rescuing people, things like that, and those robots won't be fully, uh, you know, like perfect. Every all computers bug out at some point in in their lifespan, and now the robot drops the scaffold. Who does the victims of something like that get to like blame? Who 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 takes that yeah. responsibility? Uh I was gonna ask some something similar to to wrap it up. It, like, there's a question that goes around a lot. Is like, could could they end up dominating us and like taking over humans? Like, they say that Google is developing like an AI thing that has now developed like a consciousness. Like, it's it knows that it's it's an AI or like a code, and it it now is able to think. So like one of the cons of like. AI is like, okay, the uh, lack of the out-of-the-box thinking, right? It doesn't have a conscious. But what if they do, and what if they dominate humans, or what, or like, if there's a problem, who do you blame? So I think those those are pretty pretty good and hard questions to 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 approach. I I, I think I that's that's crazy. Like, if a computer has its own conscience, and let's say that computer. I don't know, goes rogue in some form or fashion. That computer now has the option to make itself like, like we can say we're going to go and like, I don't know, like destroy this code, but that computer now has its own conscience where it knows you want to destroy it and it can protect its own code. And now you can't destroy it or whatever, you know, something like that. Well, I guess you could always like turn off the electricity, but I suppose there's, there's sort of an interesting just throw throw tie water back, at it. <laughs> tie back to Devon's question there. Um, 
it certainly wouldn't be as satisfying to people now. But imagine like a future where these robotic, you know, AI surgeon things um, are sort of a staple in in medicine. Like they they are what is considered like standard of care. You need to go in for some like dangerous precise surgery. We're not sticking some janky human with their shaky hands in there to poke around at you. This well-oiled machine is going to do it. And then now you have so and then it it fucks up somehow. Like it does something wrong. Exactly what you were saying before. If that chatbot no, – obviously it wouldn't be a chatbot. If that AI has its own consciousness and it in that sense like a human would doesn't want to be punished for what it's done, doesn't you know, doesn't want to be unplugged, whatever, could a family in that time period then feel a similar justice when that AI bot is unplugged for – practicing improperly the same way that they might feel now if a surgeon goes to prison or they win a malpractice suit and lose their license, something like that. Obviously, right now, people probably can't conceptualize feeling that kind of justice when a computer or something that we really consider inanimate is shut down. But in a future time where those sorts of conscious artificial intelligence is um, – are you know really are conscious and really can have feelings is there a time could could we reach a point where people could feel that same kind of satisfaction from killing a machine that they feel from killing a human that is wild that is wild to think about that a computer who messes up is now begging for its life for you not to unplug it. That's like a hunter, right, going out into the woods and it sees the deer in its scope and the tear the deer, it looks up at the hunter and it's saying like, "Bro, I have a family, you have a family. You don't have to kill me. Like I didn't do anything to you." But the hunter still pow, right, shoots it. Like that is wild to think that at some point we could come to a point where you you are like literally taking the equivalent of a life from a computer. Yeah, I was. I guess I have a. I have a similar, not, not experience, but idea. I guess so. I was in a conference last November, right? And this company was talking about. It's an entertainment company. They make animatronics, right? And the whole idea is that now they are AI. So, so they are able to remember a, a few things. Uh, they're mostly scripted. But like it's a more real experience, right? So for example, in Disney World, right? Kids watch Disney movies all the time, and they're like engaged for these Disney movies. So there's, if you go to Disney World, there's these big uh, tortoises from uh, Finding Nemo, and then this tortoise was able to like remember the name um, uh, of a little girl that went to Disney World like three years ago, right? And then she came back after three years and the tortoise was like, hey, it's so nice to see you. So that's amazing because now you just created a memory in that child that they're never going to forget in their their entire life. It's like out of three, four thousand people in this theme park, like they know who I am. But at the same time, uh, my brother was saying it's pretty messed up because now your friends are going to be 
robots or AI or machines, just like in the movie uh, Big Hero 6 with Baymax. Or like in Star Wars with like R2-D2 or c 3 Or even like Blade Runner where he falls in love with that one AI girl. Yeah, I, I think it's nice, but but at the same time, it's like, are we moving into like having friends that are non? I mean, think about it. And non like like if you if you there are a lot of people who have who would have like what they consider to be a uh, like best friend that they've never met in person, but only talk to online. What's the difference between uh, AI who's really not real? And is like you're building this relationship with them and someone you've never seen. Like you don't you you can say that you trust their real person, but you don't ever really know there's someone behind the other receiving end of a message or Snapchat or something until, you know, like you see them in person. So, I mean, you're you're yeah. asking, like, are we moving towards that point? But like in in all aspects of it, are we not already there? Is my question. So I, I'm going to make one uh, comment on this, and then I'm going to say what I was going to say before, so we can close up because we're pretty well over time right now. And the one comment I'll say on yeah. that is, you said the words the AI that's not really real, and if we're at the point where an AI has consciousness in the same way that we describe consciousness in a human, are they not really real anymore? And I'm, we're not going to discuss that. It's just food for thought for tonight. Um, keep you up tonight. Uh, and then I'm going to say, so it's John Adams. I was way off with like, I thought it was like, isn't that a revolutionist or, or something? Shit. John Adams? Yeah. Is he a revolution? He was in the revolution. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he himself was the revolution. <laughs> um, but what the quote was, was I must study politics in war that our sons may have the liberty to study mathematics and philosophy. Our sons ought to study mathematics and philosophy, geography, natural history, and naval architecture, navigation, commerce, and agriculture in order to give their children a right to study painting, poetry, music, architecture, statuary, tapestry, and porcelain. And the point I was trying to make with that is basically say that we could have um, – Robots powered by artificial intelligence performing surgery. And then we could now transform what it means to – like obviously there are many doctors right now that are doctor scientists that do research to improve medicine. But if there's no longer a need, which I don't think this day will really come at least anytime soon, if there's no longer a need for doctors that actually see patients for their routine things, opening up more people to – innovate in things like that something that would take even longer to be able to get ai to do you know doctors that can try and figure out new ways to treat new diseases software engineers that can try and figure out new ways to store and process data while ai and things like that handle all the things that we used to handle the same way that now we have more people engineering and designing machines because machines can be built by other machines in factories, things like that. And I'm not going to expand on that really anymore either. That was just the point I was going to make with that. What we really need to talk about is who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Uh. So I, as I mentioned, I didn't read the book, but I believe they had the same name 
as my teacher. I believe it's the first name, so I'm just gonna say the first name. What? And I think it was Harpo. It was what? Harpo. Devon, what's your answer? I have no clue. It's Harper. Harper. Har- I don't no. think Harpo is an A. So- <laughs> Well, that was my teacher's oh, name. I'm Harpo. sorry to to JP's teacher. Well, I think it was her. So her last the name. it was written by Harper Lee. Gotcha. Was yeah. the author Harper. of Kill Mockingbird? I can I can see that on the book now. So Kiara totally would have gotten that. Oh one yeah, for sure. If she was, oh, she yeah. was a bookworm. Um, I mean, she probably has a book in her back. <laughs> Some of the other ones that were like. Who was the first person to walk on the moon? And I was like, that's too easy. And other stuff like that. Like, what is the only country that's also a continent? And then I asked ChatGPT, give me some harder questions. And it was like. How many left toenails do I have? No, it was like, it was really hard stuff. I don't think I can still get to it. I think it closed. Yeah, when I searched for the John Adams quote. But it was, it was much harder stuff. It was like, like. What's the hypotenuse to Uranus when I when the sun and and Earth make a ninety degree angle? Uh, oh, what was that? There was one that was like, like, like what's like who who was the first person to ever win two Nobel prizes? And I was like, who I the know, hell Kanye? is gonna know that off the top of their head? Um, oh, who can tell yeah, me? That's like I, I will trivia. offer a bonus point for anyone who can tell me what EGOT stands for. What does it mean to EGOT? EGOT, like E-G-O-T? Yes. Is it capital letters? Is it an acronym? It's an acronym, yeah. So what does it mean to EGOT? I'll give you a point if you can figure it out. Is there like a hint or just EGOT? Um, think entertainment. Someone, an EGOT is something you achieve. Is it like an award? It's it's like an award. It 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 within itself is not an award, but awards are involved. I don't know. I don't know. He got. Uh. And no clue. No clue. So someone. I mean, I have to go with an achievement. Yeah, I was like entertainment group of. No, no, it's nothing like that. Oh, so someone egots, which it, I don't know. If, I don't know how often it's really used as a verb, but egot is an achievement for an entertainer who has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, oh, and a Tony. The four a like Tony. Academy Awards oh, of entertainment. Yeah, uh, like stage acting. It's like so a theater. you said yeah. Emmy, Emmy that's... which is television. Grammy is music. singing, Oscar is acting, is movies, and Tony is, is like stage. Yeah, it's not, stage it's not only acting. Come on, it can be like cinematography or like sound. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can get them like you say only acting. You can, They're you gonna can win shoot an Emmy you right for now. like for anything involved in the television industry. It's just the Academy yeah. Awards of television. Same thing with the Oscars. Grammys are are really focused on music, but you could win like you could win an yeah. Oscar for designing the like great soundtrack to some hit movie and then you could also win a grammy for that soundtrack because it is the music portion mm-hmm. but quote unquote egotting is uh is winning all four of those awards um i've heard it before but i didn't remember the name but yeah all right, that was, that for your second question. chance for like a bonus point a couple people oh that's have, their well, chance. This is a second chance for a bonus point 
A couple people oh. have P-gotted. There are two different things the P could stand for. What are they? What is one of them? So think, what is another sort of more outdated form of transmitting media? I mean, that's like a really bad way of saying it, but. Is it a radio award? Not a radio. Podcast? No, I wouldn't say that the. That the podcasts okay. are outdated. Uh, you said not a like radio. Like a post, like a Morse code. Morse code. <laughs> like a, like a, uh, how, how is it think... called? It, it was like a phone, uh, it was like a Morse code. Newspapers, like, like publishing? Post. That's extremely close. But what award do you win for that? That's one of the two. So there are two things depending on the person. Oh, um. Oh, like a um, journalism yeah. award. What is that award mm-hmm. called? Starts with a P. Yeah, it's called. I think this is the more well-known one. It's like uh, on books and stuff. It's like it's not like that gold nah, medal on books. New York oh. bestseller. Yeah, that's like like the New York Times bestseller list. You can get one of those. Yeah. P. Um, We're going way over time just because I thought of this randomly. <laughs> Yeah, I've I don't seen. know. It's probably I think like I a weird it's like name. Pulitzer Prize is like the more oh. big one. It's, like, like, and like, if you do like great journalism stuff like that, you usually you would win a Pulitzer Prize. Uh, and the other one is a Peabody Pul- Award. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a press press award um, or the something. The other one is a Peabody Award, which is a little bit weird. I had to look up exactly what it's given for, um, and they honor the most powerful, enlightening, and invi- invigorating stories in television, radio, and online media. So. That one, that one's a little bit like I, I don't really know that much about one, that one. But when I think of a PGOT, I think Pulitzer, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, and there's only like three or four people that have ever won all five of them, if I remember right. There's like there's like twenty ish people that have won that have like egotted twenty or thirty, I think, and then there are a few people that have gotten the EGOT, but like their Oscar was honorary or something. They didn't actually like get voted in by the Academy, but that is far enough. Yeah. For this episode, JP, take us out. I think it was pretty good. I think I would definitely like to keep this conversation going because I think we we're going to a pretty good place, especially with like all of those uncertainties and like little black holes that we don't really know how this is going to end up working with or working in general. Uh, but I think it was pretty good. Uh, we got some pretty fun, easy, quick questions ai generated questions at the beginning and then some hard thoughts at the end so i think it was pretty good any closing remarks oh, i think i uh we'll see you all back next week hopefully with our kiara back yeah hopefully maybe not though not complaining oh, yeah. if she's not but we'll see you well, guys i'll be complaining i spend enough time with devon <laughs> jp say adios because you're mexican amigos I like the outro a lot.